This call is now being recorded. Everybody, welcome to week 10 of the podcast. I am your host and two-time Barnhard Fantasy Football League champion, Alec, and I am joined by one of my best buds, Dylan. What's going on, Al? How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. We haven't been, uh, I mean, the podcast has been churning out more regularly than it has been in years past, but I think every week. We've Every still week had a episode that has not been the case. Yeah, but we haven't. I don't know if we're on pace to do uh, a similar amount together as we have in previous years, or yeah, if... it hasn't been every week just us. Yeah, but that, I think that's been a good thing because yeah. people want to participate, and we've been able to do that more so this year. Yeah, but this week we get to say fuck the other people. This is yeah. our podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it was, I mean, it was an interesting week last week. I didn't really get a whole lot of opportunity to pay attention to what was going on, but, um, I mean, it ended up being a, a consequential week across the league. I mean, I think, what do we got going on in the standings? I think, like, in our division, it's everybody's within, like, a game or two. Yeah. It's very, uh, murky in your division yeah i mean everybody it's it's there's just a lot of uh clumping i guess for lack of a better word right now yeah uh in our side of the the league and then on your side of the league it's been matt kruger in the matt kruger show for the most part yeah for the most part everyone else beating up on each other uh ryan two six and one the uh reigning champion Looking like he's he's in the spot right now for the toilet. So yeah, tough for that man. I mean, I think Ryan turns it around somewhat. You know, I mean, in fairness to Ryan, he does have the third most. Uh, he has oh, the third yeah. most amount of points yeah, in the league. Yeah, it's it's not that he has like a horrible team or anything for sure. No, he's it's it's some... the scheduling. Yes, it's the scheduling. So <laughs> the scheduling. Was out to get Ryan Meyer from the start. <laughs> My when I was creating the schedule, I knew I need to make it so Ryan does not repeat. <laughs> not allowed. Yeah, well, in the the counterpoint uh, to those claims, I mean, Ryan is at eleven sixty three. Um, I mean the 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 last place. I guess, you know, points for, uh, goes to Vinny at 1027. I mean, that's only a hundred and, uh, like 40. Yeah. Um, 140 away. 
that separates the two, which ends up being uh, like 14 points a game so far, I think. Um, Probably-ish, yeah. So, you know, it's not a it's not a whole lot. I mean, Ryan, I mean, it's not like he's, you know, mad or... I mean, Pete has more to complain about, honestly. Oh, and Pete's put yeah. up 13.59 and still has a losing record. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've put up 250 less points than Pete. And have a winning record, so yeah. that's 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 really wild. Uh, Pete, uh, I mean, Pete's looking to come into the playoffs as a as an underdog, and I know we talk about this sometimes in the chat, but I wanted to bring this up because I, I checked it out this week. Uh, but the the final standing projections, it has me right now. Oh, it had me previously as nine. Uh, now has me at eight. So I'm I've won four in a row. And this guy has me uh, decreasing from from where I'm I'm currently at. So that, that doesn't make a a lot of sense to me. Uh, not that anybody really pays any attention to this, but it, it rightfully has Matt on top. But I don't know how you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it has Nick Paul at two. Yeah, um, you're tied for the lead in your division right now, and yeah. you're projected to be the eighth team. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, so I just kind of wanted to point that out. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about the trade before or like in the middle. Might as well touch on it now. Okay. Any, uh, any thoughts? You approved it. Yeah. I mean, I, it wasn't, <laughs> well, it wasn't like lopsided like, yeah, no. or anything yeah. board crazy. Um, no, it was a legit, legitimate trade. I don't know why Vinny really did it because... I feel like he gave up the two best players in the trade. Uh, so, and Jerdy, he he started off 5-0, and lost four in a row. He needed to switch it up. I like that move, that decision that he sought a trade out uh, and got it done and switching something up with his team. Uh, and and yeah. Vinny was pretty high on Cooper Cup just from talking with him. Um, when I've had a chance, uh, it is surprising cause I, I know that at least with Cooper cup, I know Vinny, you know, kind of thinks relatively highly of him, but I think, I think for him, it was probably more of a, uh, buy low sell high. Maybe he's hoping that, you know, the, the Rams kind of switch. I mean, clearly he's hoping the Rams kind of switch more to a running game focusing on Daryl Henderson, um, and he's hoping that Godwin gets more touches as the season goes on and yeah. Brady gets accustomed to the yeah. full offense. and it could happen. I just think it's, I don't know, I think it's a little bit of more of a ballsy move on uh, Vinny's part, but see what happens. My biggest problem here is Sterling Shepard, but, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with the other two pieces. I mean... I, I would say it's kind of a toss-up, um, which is, I think it's a good trade, um, because I think it's a toss-up. It could go either way. Um, I mean, you have two guys that, that clearly know their fantasy stuff. Uh, so I, I don't think it's it's too much of a lopsided trade, but, I mean, we'll see. I mean, as things stand, obviously, I, I think it kind of tilts towards Jergy and, and who got yeah. the better deal right now, but but obviously time will tell and, and you know, 
Vinny's probably feeling like he had to shake something up a little bit. His team's been a little stagnant. He's still in the playoff hunt. Um, and he's probably looking to, you know, go big or go home. Yeah, I don't I don't think he got trade raped at all. No, I just think jerky It's not a Kevin Clark kind of a thing. <laughs> I just think Jerky won it and like you said, time will tell, but yeah, that's my opinion as of now. And we got Justin out of the league, so you know, he can't trade rape anybody. No, that's all he was into in terms of trading. Yeah. You'd never get an even like trade proposal from him. No, I never did. <laughs> no. And I, I would yell at him. It was the worst. It was the worst. Um, all right. So, I mean, we'll just, I think, head over into week nine then. Nice. Yeah. Um, that was, that was good timing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's week nine. Week nine. There's the, there's the ding ding. Yeah. Um, all right. So, I mean, we'll, we'll start with, I think, probably the worst game of the week and we'll continue talking about Vinny. <laughs> I, I mean, Vinny really lucked out here. Um, I mean, we were talking a little bit before we started. Nick Paul had one of the worst games that I think we've seen in the league in a while. I don't know. I really got to, we got to keep like, I got to keep some kind of like record sheet to like look back yeah, on. For these I mean, it was a stinky week. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, his running backs, he started three running backs. They put up a combined seven points. <laughs> Gotta feel good about that, Nick Paul. Which did outscore his two wide receivers who put up six points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's amazing. Yeah. His his kicker and head coach uh, combined to almost put up uh, as many as... I mean, they, they, they put up more than all of his running backs combined. They put up more than all of his wide receivers combined. Uh, they almost put up as much as the wide receivers and running backs combined. Yeah. And Russell Wilson just murdered everyone. And Russell Wilson had a great game. The, yeah. Team. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily fault Nick Paul for starting a lot of these guys. I don't necessarily know what happened. It was probably just a, a bad week for a lot of them. Um, I mean, he could have started Aguilar. Um, in the place of Le'Veon, maybe he wishes he would have done that, but that still wouldn't have changed the outcome at all. Um, so, I mean, you're Nick Paul, you probably just, you know, you tuck it in your back pocket, you tuck your tail between your legs, and you, you move on to week 10. Um, I don't really think it says too much for Vinny one way or the other. I mean, his team kind of put up a, a solid enough week. Nobody really went off. Nobody really did a whole lot. Cam Newton just kind of. You know, had maybe a bounce back week, but everybody else was, yeah, they were yeah. all right. Very pretty vanilla week for Vinny. No one did really amazing. I mean, he had like consistent scoring from his yeah. skill guys, but no one really popped off except for the 23. But I yeah. mean, put up 109, not a crazy great number. Enough to win this matchup, yeah. Because Nick Paul did so, just rough this. Yeah, week. yeah. It was not squeaky cheese this week. No, no, it was not. I mean, a win's a win for Vinny. Um, he's got to be happy with that, given you know how close our division is. Um, I mean, Nick Paul's. I mean, obviously both divisions are pretty close right now. But uh, for Vinny, he's really he he needed that victory to remain in the hunt. 
um, and then he made the trade. So he's clearly looking to, to angle up um, and improve for Week 10. So uh, moving on here, uh, I don't know. Let's go probably Jergy and me was another kind of yeah. a... How about that? Feeling good about yourself, Alfish? I'm not feeling too bad at all. Uh, I think that's my, I think that's my fourth win in a row. Trending uh, up. I am trending up. Still although projected for eighth. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Like the the IBM Watson doesn't think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It's it's my first time above 500 since week one. When I won my game week one um, and put up like 190 points, and I really haven't seen that since then. Uh, but Devontae's been just crushing it every single week. Yeah, since he came back from injury. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been insane. Um, so that's been really great. I mean, Ronald Jones didn't have a good week, but uh, Tampa Bay, I I looked at my phone at, some, at one point. Uh, I was out and about all weekend, as I'd said, and I saw he had, he had three points. I was like, what the, and then I looked at the game score and it was 38 to 3 and I was like, what the, what the fuck happened here? I mean, New Orleans isn't that good this year and, and Tampa Bay kind of destroyed the Packers and you, you, you think that they at least have a chance to go deep in the playoffs and they just had a entirely crappy game. So yeah. that was really weird. Um, I, I mean, I, I have full faith in him. I mean, Clyde has been kind of down recently, but. Um, they've been playing closer games, so or they've been playing from behind recently, I think, so that makes some sense. Um, I started Matt Ryan over Lamar. That was the right decision. Yeah, I'm, I'm upset with myself for not starting uh, DJ Chark, but it really didn't matter. Other than that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Jergy, we talked about it last week, but he ended up making the uh, right call at quarterback, had to pick up a quarterback on a whim, and... Drew Locke was a, I mean that thirty two. It was it was a great spot start by yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, the only crummy thing is that he had more than a third of the team's points right there. <laughs> yeah, so he did. No one else really showed up. Jamichael Hasty, uh, DJ, or as I call him, Bo Dallas had eleven. Michael Thomas with ten. Uh, yeah, he just didn't contribute enough to that lead that the Saints got, and then yeah. eventually you kind of lose out on your opportunity. Uh, yeah, he that minus three from the Bucks head coach, rough, just tough yeah. week for Jurgy. He picked he, up he picked up Gronk only to yeah and with, started him only to get one point after Gronk had three really solid weeks. Yeah, and. Now that's four losses in a row for the general. Yeah. He's he's a little wounded. Get a medic over <laughs> here. Get a medic over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, see how he bounces back. But it's been a little bit of a uh, rough stretch for him. Yeah, it it has. Um, and I, I haven't seen in a while a head coach putting up negative three. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's when your team just gets slaughtered. Slaughtered, yeah. I, and that wasn't happen. expected at all. No, exactly. No one could have expected that. Yeah, no, I don't know who would have. Um, but, yeah, so I'm feeling good. Jergy's not feeling as good, and we're tied right now in the division. There you go. Yeah. 
Good uh, game, Jerky. Yeah. Next we can touch on my game, and I just got absolutely throttled. You would have beat Nick Paul and Jerky, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I didn't score as bad as them, but, I mean, it more so wasn't even about my scoring. It was no. just Pete murdered me. Uh, Justin Jackson got hurt early in that game. It doesn't really matter, but like Tom Brady, Mike Evans, and Kamara, those three guys that I had in the Sunday night game combined for 27. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good enough. Uh, I was already buried by then because of the, the Cardinals game and Pete's Cardinals, Christian Kirk and Murray had a huge, huge game. It, it was a double-edged sword for me because I had money on the Cardinals to cover, mm. and I was against the Cardinals here, and they murdered me in fantasy football, but they didn't secure me a cover, so, uh, you know, I didn't get any benefit from no. those the Cardinals on Sunday, so that was really disappointing. Yeah, they really murdered you. Yeah, I mean, 74 from those two guys. And Kelsey with 29, Fuller with 28, Diggs with 24, didn't have a chance. No. Um, I mean, if you would have told, uh, uh, I think you and Jergy did the podcast last week, you would have told you and Jergy that uh, Pete would have only put up 10 points at running back. I think you would have thought, hey, I have a pretty good shot to win this game between Henry and Connor. But, yeah, everybody else really went off. Um, you could have started Roethlisberger. <laughs> You always say, why don't you start Tom Brady? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good matchup for Roethlisberger. I, I mean, but it wouldn't have mattered too yeah, much. No, it wouldn't have. I mean, even yeah, if you, even if you would have made all the quote-unquote correct calls, um, I, I don't think the, yeah, the outcome wouldn't have been any different. No. So not much you can do with this one. Tip your hat to Pete. Um, I, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to add. Um, I think, you know. You're still in the thick of the the playoff hunt. Um, I I still like your team a lot. Um, I mean, you got to be a little concerned about Mike Evans' stock, uh, which we were talking a little bit beforehand with just how many options Tampa Bay has right now. Uh, you know, Godwin, Fournette, uh, Jones, uh, Gronk. Um, so, you know. I that's that bodes well for Tom Brady, but I, I don't know. I wish I would have seen what happened in that game because that is that's wild that they only put up three points and Tom Brady only had two. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, so we'll go go on to Matt and Ryan. Matt also just murdered the shit out of Ryan. Uh, Ryan tells me every chance he gets that he has stopped trying. Uh, really? This year. Oh God! Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I hate, I really do hate hearing. He's that. like, I don't have any interest in fantasy football or football oh, at all this year. Fuck that attitude. <laughs> Who are you, Jake Borkowski? Like, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, in fairness to Ryan, I mean, I guess it's he can have the year. attitude since he won last year. It's kind of he probably feels like whatever about it, but. I don't that think is something Borkowski, I feel like, has said in the past. Oh, so yeah. fuck off. <laughs> well, in fairness to Ryan, I don't think it has anything to do with how his team is doing. Um, I think that's contributed to it for, like, him, you know, looking week to week on, am I going to, like, actually get interested this year? But I think with, like, COVID and stuff, like, he's just, 
hasn't been that interested. I don't know why. Um, make, I mean, that's how I felt about basketball and baseball, so I kind of feel him on that. Make like, more holla, Ryan. Make more holla. Uh, I had really good holla. Uh, you know, Blue's Egg makes their own holla. Really? Yeah. And that's good? It's really good, yeah. Nice. You're ever looking for good holla in, uh... <laughs> holla at Blue's Egg. Yeah, holla's at Blue's Egg. <laughs> I had a... I had a stuffed mole hash brown. Uh, it was really good at Blue's Egg. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's a great spot. It is a great It's where the TNT guys go. Really? Downtown. Yeah. Oh, didn't Bernie go there one time? He might have, yeah. I think during, like, the 2016 primary. It's like, I mean, it's it's one of the best brunch places in, in the state, I think, so. Um, but, yeah, anyways. <laughs> Back to uh, this matchup. I, I mean, yeah, I don't. Ryan had a really good game from Josh Allen. I still think yeah. Ryan has a chance to come back. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's time, right? I mean, there's... Uh, four more weeks. Four more weeks. He could finish 500. He's got a shot. Yeah. Yeah, his team's... His team's good. He would he would need to finish better than four, or 400. 500. He would need... I mean, he's got that pie. He would. He needs to win at least three, mm-hmm. probably all four. Yeah, yeah. No, he needs to win all four. Um, I mean, Matt's cruising at some point. I, I, he might start resting his players. You know, might just like bench bench everybody, put them on, put them on by. You know, get oh, avoid the injury. Yeah, let him heal up. <laughs> let him heal up. Um, he could, <laughs> he could, but, uh, yeah, he's just killing through people. Dalvin yeah. Cook has been amazing and Matt Capp's been really good. Deshaun Watson, I, I mean, Krug says the best team right now. Yeah. I mean, it's he's, the team to beat going into the playoffs. I mean, each week he has to basically choose between, do I start Aaron Rodgers? Do I start Deshaun Watson? I mean, it's not a, that's a hard, good choice to be, to have to make every week. Yeah. Um, I mean, getting to start Dalvin Cook or Adam Thielen, one of those guys is going to go off for you each week. It's that's the two main options. Um, so Matt's Matt's sitting really good, um, sitting really well. Uh, I don't know really what could go wrong. I mean, even if he had an injury at this point, I think he's looking good to to be a lock for the first seed. Uh, he's going to have a bye, um, and I don't think anybody's going to want to want to play him in the playoffs. No. No. no, and right now that that looks like if if anything, maybe we'll be looking back in a few weeks if Ryan actually runs the table a little bit here. Maybe we'll be talking about this week as a preview to that to that playoff game because uh, Ryan, if he sneaks in, might have to play Matt as the the sixth seed if he somehow wins that first round. But that's getting ahead of ourselves <laughs> by a little bit. Yeah, um, this was ended up being the game of the week. I don't I don't Kevin remember and Joel. What, yeah. What did you guys say was the game of the week? Uh, you and Jerry? Uh, Pete and I. Okay. The brothers Barnhart. That's fair. Ended up not being the game of the week. Um, yeah, this one very, very tight. Good scores from both teams. Crushing defeat for Joel to put up one fifty three and yeah. and lose. And especially considering his like record standing to to. I mean, instead of being four and five, you're three and six. Yeah. Uh, big difference. Obviously, he's not done 
uh, at all in the, the playoff race. Huge win for Kevin to get above 500, yeah. five and four, sitting pretty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the Chiefs, his Chiefs with 70 combined, amazing. Um, and then Juju with 21, Cooks, good week. Uh, Joel had great, great welcome back from McCaffrey. Yeah, thirty six and AJ Brown really good. Terry scary Terry McLaurin thirty one. Herbert solid effort against the Raiders. Uh, yeah, it was a really good good showing from both teams. Kevin just edged it, put himself in a much better position for the playoffs. But Joel, he's still got a. A good chance, and his team's been feistier lately. Even in Joel, defeat yeah. yep. with 153, is his team's playing better. So, good for him. Yeah, no, for sure. Except for the loss. Yeah, I think, I think I, I played Joel week eight. I mean, he didn't have a a great showing week eight. Only put up 86, but you're right. It's he's had closer losses. But before that, I think he had won like three in a row or something. Yeah, like he that. had. Yeah. Um, he had had some good games. Let's see. Uh, yeah, 161 against Pete, which was really surprising. Um, 102, he beat you. Um, so he's had some better games. 108, he beat Vinny. He's really sneak. He's, you want to talk about squeaky cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's been Joel. Um, I think, yeah, McCaffrey coming back. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit more for when we're looking at next week. But that's that's big for his team. Um, I mean, if you look at it, had he started uh, McKinnon at either the flex or at running back, he would have won. So that's – I always like pointing that out because I always find that really interesting, um, whether or not that was a consideration for Joel at all prior to um, I mean, I, I mean, I think you could have definitely made the argument for him over, like, Antonio Brown appearing in his first – yeah. His first game with Tampa Bay. It's a questionable that that was a questionable yeah. call, you're right. But I'm not I'm not gonna bash him for it, but no. I but I would say starting Antonio in that spot was a, it was risky. Yeah. Yeah. Um especially I mean I think San Francisco is kinda of banged up going into that game with the Packers. Right? Um Yeah. So I mean that that would have been a a seemingly good good start. I mean, I know McKinnon's had some problems with uh, getting the amount of touches you'd, you'd want from him, but yeah, and he was probably the like the best skill player on their team that was healthy. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, Joel might be kicking himself a little bit, but um, hats off to Kevin. Uh, I mean, his team continues to look uh, a little bit volatile. Uh, you know, some weeks they're putting up. Good numbers, other weeks not um, reflective of the record of five and four. I mean, I'm there too, so I, I empathize a lot. Uh, but it was a good week from both of these guys, and you know they're both in the thick of the playoff hunt. And the big thing with Kevin is that he has those Chiefs that he can rely heavily yeah. on, and kind of just expect just coast. solid numbers from them week to week. Yeah, so just coast. Yeah, that's good. Um. But yeah, on um, week ten. Yeah, under week ten. I mean, I, there were no, there was not a whole lot of major NFL news this week, right? No, Big Ben got put on the COVID 
list. That was either today or yesterday. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That was the biggest That's thing. the big news. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't really... There hasn't been too much, though. Yeah, just COVID continues to wreck America. Yeah. But um, the NFL has run pretty well this year. Yeah. Considering everything, so... Well, that one guy got, like, fired for breaking protocol and stuff. I mean, he got, like, kicked off the team. Uh, so I think that kind of set the tone for, hey, guys, like... Yeah. This is not the year to fuck around. Like, no. nobody's having a lot of fun. Let's just, like, get through it. And, yeah. Like, no one's loving it, but just bunker down and let's just get through the season. Yeah. I mean, people are, you know. Let's all get paid. Public officials are telling people to maybe consider skipping, like, Thanksgiving this year. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, sounds a little absurd, but, you know, with COVID cases rising, I, there's not a whole lot of options for them to say much of else so uh if if people are having to skip thanksgiving which i don't know how many people are but if that is the case you know you can't really be messing around but um yeah let's let's move on to week 10 uh i don't know what the worst game of the week is maybe it's it's you and nick paul i wouldn't have said that you maybe joe oh it's probably joel and Vinny. Yeah, I would have said either that one or or Kevin and and Ryan, but yeah, we can touch on the the newbies. Yeah, in their second year. Yeah, um, I mean, they're two guys that are still in the thick of a playoff hunt, uh, which I keep kind of going back to, but you know, I, I, there's not a whole lot that we're going to be able to say right now because. Vinny has three guys that are questionable, uh, <laughs> two guys on by. Uh, I love this. I hate this. Um, it, it's just so hard to say, you know, to take a, a look and a glance and be like, I mean, so, you know, if Cam Noon doesn't start, Teddy Bridgewater uh, is, is going to go in his place, right, for sure. I mean, that make that takes the decision out of Vinny's hands. I, you know, I, I think Teddy against Tampa Bay is a better call, especially given what we saw uh, what Drew Brees, old man Brees, did last week. Um, so I, I think that's probably a start if there's any question of Cam Newton's health. Um, you know, beyond that, Vinny doesn't have a backup tight end, so he's going to have to pick one up. Uh, Godwin, I like that uh, trade. I mean, I like Godwin for him. Um, I mean, that's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, as, as we've discussed, but I, I still like Godwin a lot. Um, I mean, if we're just looking at this, I mean, Joel's guys, I mean, he's starting McKinnon this week. Um, he's starting Chase Edmonds. Herbert's looked good. McLaurin's been good. Uh, so, you know, as we had talked about before, McCaffrey got re-injured in practice this week, which was probably the biggest piece of news. Um, so he's, he's not going to play, but, you know, hopefully he's able to, to go for Joel going forward. Uh, I know Joel would really like that production. Um, you know, this is, it's tough. I mean, he's, he's not starting Antonio Brown this week, at least as of right now. Um, I, I think I'm going to give it to Joel. Uh, I think, you know, depending on who Vinny picks up, depending on the injury situation, 
maybe maybe Vinny ekes one out here. Uh, but these guys are kind of battling for the bottom of the division right now. And it's not even, you know, as we've said again and again, it's not – everybody's really close in, in that division right now. So everybody's battling for it. Um, and I think Joel takes another step closer to where he needs to be. Yeah, I've got Joel too. Uh, I think there's too many things up in the air right now with uh, Vinny's team. And I think Joel just has overall better players, um, more to rely on this week, better matchups. Uh, I think McKinnon will do well. And Scary Terry should have another good week. I like A.J. Brown to... Colts have a good defense, but I actually like Brown to do well in that game. And same with Herbert in his Mm -hmm. matchup. Uh, Yeah, just not loving it. I like Allen Robinson like every week, and I like him against the Vikings. But otherwise, not super thrilled with Vinny's team this week. And there's not a lot of things that jump out at you that that would bode well for him. Yeah, I I don't think it's gonna be super high scoring from either. But I've got I've got Joel. Yeah, I I think that's a pretty safe call on both of our parts. Uh, but we we shall see. Um, we can move on to Kevin and Kevin and Ryan next. Uh, once again, we have two guys on each team that are, are hurt right now, but, and Kevin didn't fucking start, didn't, still has Mahomes sitting there, so, um. <laughs> yeah, and as we were talking about, that was the thing he could rely on. Well, not yep. this week, because they're on by. They're both so, all on by, yep. Yeah, that, that really... And without those guys, that, like, really hits Kevin's team hard. I mean, the fact that he has to – he's going to have to do the thing Jerky did last week, spot, start, like, a quarterback he picks up. Um, Yeah, just looking at his roster for this week, it looks a little bit rough. Aaron Jones should kill against the Jaguars. Um but other than that, I mean, that's kind of all I can really say positively about his team right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, as as we've said, I mean, that's a good matchup for Aaron Jones. Juju Smith is hurt. Um, Noah Fant is hurt. Um, Melvin Gordon's just had, like, a really weird season. Um, I mean, he had one good game in Week 4 against the Jets, but that's the Jets, but I mean, other than that, <laughs> other than that, That's not, not a lot to, to write home about. Um, Kevin's going to have to, I mean, he has some options to pick for off of the, the waiver wire. I mean, Tannehill or Goff or Carr or Stafford. Um, so, you know, not terrible options. I mean, any of those guys could get you 20 points. Um, but I, I don't even know if that's the the worst of Kevin's problems for this week. I mean, he's just he's relying on his bench. Uh, he's calling guys up, and you know the guys that he does have, he's not going to have a lot of wiggle room if any of those guys suddenly that are questionable aren't able to go. Um, so I Ryan, you know, week after week has had a lot of close, difficult losses. Not last week, but. Uh, <laughs> um, He's kind of due for a, a bounce back performance. Um, Tough this week with uh, like 
like both of the starting running backs on bye with Zeke and Gurley. Yeah. So both the guys suffering from bye weeks. Yeah. But week. but but Ryan still he's a little bit more healthy. Uh, his matchups are a little bit more favorable. I I think we'll probably agree with ESPN here. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to Ryan. I'm with you. I I I don't like the. I mean, at least he has. If Montgomery plays, at least that's a decent guy to start. Yeah. Sanders, I mean, Philly running backs, it's kind of tough. But I guess it's also not the worst thing to have him starting. Um, DJ Moore, those Carolina receivers have done well this year. So, And Josh Allen's been really good. And against Arizona, he should have plenty of production. So... I've got. I'm with you. I've got Ryan in this one to get to three, six, and one. Ryan, don't give up yet. Yeah, don't give up. Don't yet, give Ryan. up. There's hope. There's hope. There's still people for you to troll. Uh, yeah. There's jokes to be made. You can memes you can, to be had. Me- memes to be had. So it's not over yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So you want to go to you and uh, Nick Paul then? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm almost feeling like I, I'm getting in a must-win spot. You are uh, getting to right that. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the season's kind of gotten away from me a little bit. I my guys have just been very volatile, and so yeah, like there's been weeks where I score really big, but then there's been weeks where I've just been like around a hundred, and it's just been blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could get more consistency out of my, like, better guys. It just hasn't really happened. Um, And then we have Nick Paul, who he's lost a couple in a row. Still a strong team. Uh, Russell Wilson, he's unlimited. He's great. Fulgham against the Giants this week. Fulgham's really been a gem. So... He's a guy who came out of nowhere this year, and he's done really well. Credit to Nick Paul for getting him. Uh, yeah, I I would pick myself in this matchup. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to go confident and take myself. Uh, I'm due. I'm due for a, a win and a good performance, I think. Um. Well, I will say, you know, if we look at the the trends from week to week, uh, you know, you've been very consistent about being, you know, around the 130 mark um, and up until week eight. So your last two weeks, you know, you've had a little bit of a, a regression, but, um, you know, you, you should look for a return to, you know, a sort of normal uh, this week. I, I your, your team's just been... I mean, you have Eckler on IR, you have Ertz on IR, uh, you have Roethlisberger out, um, COVID. COVID. So, I mean, I can't, you know, you're not going to hear me come on here in week 11 at least and say, Dylan, why didn't you play Ben Roethlisberger? So, I mean, you have that going for you. Yeah, yeah. I, (laughs) I mean, I think Kamara against San Francisco is a great matchup. I mean, no questions about it. Um, Mike Evans, again, too many cooks. Tyler Lockett, I mean, you're going to siphon away points from Russell Wilson, Nick Paul. Bodes well for you. 
Um, Engram, I mean, that whole NFC East, like, shit show that goes on every week. Uh, who the fuck knows what's going to happen there? Uh, but that's, a you know, promising enough. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Looking at Nick Paul's team, uh, it's, it's hard to, you know, this is a talented squad. Um, you know, either Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams or both are going to pop off. Um, DeAndre Hopkins hasn't had, you know, maybe the year everybody was hoping, but he's still sixth overall, um, in the entire league for, uh, fantasy for wide receivers. Um, I didn't even know who Fulgham was before we started talking about this podcast and this, this week. So that's, oh, that's geez. something that's not good. That's not good. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, but, you know, Nick Paul has uh, a lot of guys on IR, a lot of guys that are questionable um, on his bench. Um, it's a toss-up for me. I don't really know where to go. I think I'll probably, I think I'll pick Nick Paul just because it'll hopefully maybe help you out. Not that I'm picking favorites, but... Um, you guys did tie in week two. Yeah, If yeah. you guys tie again. Oh, man, I would love that. that would be- <laughs> I do really want another tie. I'd be fine with it. That's that's probably the record for yeah. ties in a season. Three? I don't think anybody's had three ties in a season. No, I don't think anyone's ever had two before. Yeah, I don't so- either. Though. So you could you could set in a, a record that might never be broken. I want to. If I could tie... <laughs> The rest of the weeks of the year, I'd allow it. I'd be <laughs> fine with that. You'd grant that trade? <laughs> yeah. Just for it to happen. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I'm picking Nick Paul, uh, but best of week to, to both, both of y'all this week, hopefully. Yeah, I think he should probably be the slight favorite on paper, but I'm They're feeling confident it. in myself. Yeah, you had that, week. you had that, uh, that strong statement coming back from your trip, and we're waiting to waiting to see you deliver. I mean, you you, you won well, that week, well, yeah, and then I lost. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think no, not too many people would have beat Pete unless your name's Matt Kruger after last week. But yeah, um, so moving on, me and Matt Kruger speak of the devil. Um, you'd wanted to maybe consider making this the game of the week. I don't think it's the game of the week. I don't think it's going to be close. I think I, my guys are on by, my guys are kind of beat up a little bit. I mean, not really beat up, but, uh, I have five guys on by this week. So for a second there, I thought you were going to declare that you were going to whoop his ass. No. That would have made me happy. No. But, uh, no, I get where you're coming from, but. I think, like, your guys in that Jacksonville Packer game should do well with Devontae and Shark. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that... Yeah, but other other than that, it kind of gets gloomy from from there. Yeah. Whereas, well, I mean, we say it with Kruger's team. I, I mean, week to week, I don't think it's hard to, like, pick against them or think, like, oh, yeah, that other team has a shot against him. Yeah. It's, it's hard to pick against him this week, so yeah, I'm I'm with him too. Yeah, and I'm hoping that this kind of energy usually bodes well for me. Yeah, um, I'm flying under the radar. I, yeah, I mean, I can that's make what it you do. exactly. I, I I mean, I can make an argument. I mean, Lamar Jackson might have a bounce back week. 
Kareem Hunt has been solid. Uh, Ronald Jones could have a bounce back week. Devontae has been sick. DJ Chark had a good game last week. Maybe he's turning the corner. The Packers secondary hasn't been great. Um, so, you know, Mark Andrews, again, the New England defense has been kind of lackluster this year. So, you know, and I could pick up a good kicker this week too. So who yeah. knows what could happen. If Devontae and Chark kill and you can get the rest of your team to also, like, perform. Probably like 10, 15. Yeah. And you would probably also need Krug's team to underperform too. Yeah. Then you have a chance, but that's, yeah, that's a few different ifs. And Yeah. I mean, Matt and I head-to-head, if we played every week, you know, I would have won three of the games so far. I'd be I'd be three and six. So, I, I mean, it's not impossible, but, yeah, without, without Clyde, I mean, without Matt Ryan, I'm not feeling as comfortable. I wish I had Greg the leg to just comfort me through the cold, cold winter yeah. months, but. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being the underdog against Kruger no. at this point. That's basically everyone. Yeah. So. But so, leads us into uh, the game of the week. Two veterans, two, Jerky and Pete. Two legendary owners. The guys that want it more than almost anybody else. They don't want it more than me. They probably want it more than me. Actually, no, they probably do want it more than me. Jergy wants it more than me. Jergy wants, yeah, I mean, yeah. Jergy wants a medic right now, though, because he's he's hobbled. He's lost four in a row. Uh, Pete was in a point last week against me where he kind of was in, like, a must-win spot, and he got that win. He just murdered me. Yeah. So, and he... He's had some bad luck at four and five, given how like his teams performed. But he's right in the thick of the playoff race. Jergy's slipping up a little bit, uh, and this week he's he's talk about questionables on the roster. And also, I want a little bit of credit from you, Alec Fisher, because oh. I pushed the trade through a few hours ago, oh. and I didn't necessarily like care about pushing it through however i wanted to do it a couple hours ahead of our podcast because i figured the guys in the trade that would give them enough time to put those moves into the lineup and as we've seen with Vinny with godwin and jerky with mixon here both guys did it so i made the job a little bit easier for you i know i know how much you love that I, I love that you did that, and I hate when people don't do it. So yeah. you've you've really made. I me thought happy of you. Today. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is that is lovely, because I I absolutely hate having to talk about people's lineups when yeah, they don't know I who figured, they're starting. And I figured you wouldn't like talking about lineups when there are players yeah. on some Trade, people's teams. Yeah. Who I might have flipped my computer to... and just left. I might have just <laughs> left mid-podcast. Just, nope, not doing it. There's yeah. no point. So I, I appreciate Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not looking good for Jerry. I mean, obviously this man wants it more. I mean, he's stabbing himself with antibiotics. He's, he's doing the call of duty, like magical, like medic pen and just like got shot in the head. And he's still, yeah. like, he's still up there <laughs> giving it his all. Um, 
but yeah, he traded for Mixon, who's questionable. Um, I mean, he traded for Cup, who's questionable. Um, he's still got to find a kicker. Uh, and he's got Mostert on Mostert, Mostert on IR. Um, he's got Julio Jones and, and Butker. I mean, obviously his kicker on by. Uh, it looks good for Pete here. Um, I don't know why it's this close in the projected total because I think with how his guys have played, the guys he's got on his roster, I really like that Pete picked up Tanyan. That's sick as hell. I love that he's in the starting lineup yeah, this week yeah, with Kelsey on by. I love Big it. not by. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, I'm going to give it to Pete here. Uh, I mean, his guys have been absolutely rolling. I don't have to get it. I mean, we went into it last week. Um, well, for week nine. Yeah. Um, I mean, his guys are rolling. And I think they're going to continue to roll here. Um, I mean, that's not to say, again, Jergy has a solid team. Um, and he obviously made that trade. And I think in the short term, that probably benefits him as long as those guys can go this week because they've, they've been producing better so far this year. Um, but I mean, you, you got to go with Pete. I mean, he's averaging 149 points every week to Jergy's 106 with this, with these guys in this lineup. Yeah. So, I mean, that's hard to, to overcome with the injuries and the buys It Jergy's, Jergy's fighting an uphill battle. Yeah. He's got the buys and the questionables and there's just more to be relied on for Pete. And so I'm going to go with him too. To finally get to 500, and Pete had been feeling defeated for a yeah. while, and I, I had told him I was like, "It's like, not over for you, Pete." Yeah, there's plenty of weeks left. Yeah, I mean, Jerky started like 0 and 6 last year and fought to the playoffs. Like, yeah, and Pete had a better record than that, and like just more firepower. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a little silly for him to doubt himself. I think, but. uh yeah, I think he improves to 500, and Jergy moves down after starting 5-0. and I think Jergy moves to 5-5. Five and five. Wow, loses it 5 pain, in a row. It pains me to say it for Jergy, the general. I mean, I'm always rooting for that guy. I'm basically the medic in this situation. <laughs> like, I'm the guy trying to give You're him stabbing life. him with morphine. You're just <laughs> yeah. giving him the morphine If anything, I'm the one trying to revive him yeah, from, like, are. his squat in Call of Duty yeah. where he's just, like, bum-fucking the floor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, went, you went to a year of medical school at, you know, Eastern Tennessee Southern University. You know, you got drafted. You know, you're just doing your best out there. You know, you're trying to heal the guy back up, patch his wounds. Yeah, definitely have a medical yeah. background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the South. From, but, from, from Cornbread University? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a hat of a company from Kentucky, and I'm wearing a Tennessee sweatshirt. So I am very you, South You right are very now. South. Put some south in your mouth. <laughs> That's Maxi's slogan. Since we're talking about Blue's Egg, the same people that own Very Blue's Egg. Restaurant. Oh, I love Maxi's. I saw you were there last week. Yeah. Went there for uh, Maddie's birthday. Amazing mac and cheese. I didn't get the mac and cheese. What? You have to, every time you go there, you have to order a side of the mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like obligatory. I don't know if uh, they had mac and cheese on the menu. I guarantee they did. They had a smaller menu. I don't give a fuck. It was on the menu. We'll look after the podcast. I will guarantee it. We'll look after the podcast. I'll bet you a dollar. All right. All right.
we Anyways, um, as we're nearing the end here, yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to say about life, the world? <sighs> I mean, I think football. We're all glad that the election is over. I I hope. Um, you know, it, we have results. We have results. Um, you know, there's. There's a lot of hubbub about those results. Um, you know, I obviously I worked in state government. I got to know the people that tabulate the votes. I know the processes. Um, there's not a lot, you know, that I would be concerned about. I know other people feel differently, and that's that's their right. I mean, there's nothing more important than ensuring uh, an accurate, fair election. Um, but you know, that's, you know, a lot of people feel that way and that's, that's their right. Uh, but you know, I, I'm, I'm happy for it to be mostly over with. It, it really didn't come down to be that close of an election. Um, it was largest margin victory since like FDR in 1932. Uh, the guy, you know, Biden won in the electoral count. He won in the popular vote, you know, in terms of what you would call a close election, wasn't really it. Um, so, you know, we, it, it is what it is. Um, I, I don't, the American people have spoken. They, they did speak. I, I'm just glad it's over. And I, I feel weird about saying I'm glad it's over because some people out there do really think that, you know, they're, but I'm personally glad it's over. I think we all need a break from politics. Uh, so for the next like two months until he's sworn in, uh, I, I'm going to just like, take a mini vacation from politics. I, I, I mean, obviously, as yeah, as we all should. Yeah. Really? Um, cause I, I mean, it's going to be an interesting time ahead. It's going to be split government and that's always contentious. So, uh, everybody just take a break, you know, enjoy Thanksgiving, enjoy Christmas, get you know, back to the simpler things. You know what I'm kind of looking forward to seeing who Trump ends up pardoning, like right at the end. That'll be interesting. And I wonder, I could see him being a real chagrin and not pardoning the turkey this year on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I could see him pulling that move. Not and if he does that, Ooh. oh, man, the Ooh. American people are really going to turn on him. Yeah. <laughs> he would sink any chance Donnie Jr. could have at presidency <laughs> if he does not pardon oh. that turkey this year. Oh, man. Yeah, that's... Those are my thoughts on the political landscape right now. That's the climate for Dylan. It doesn't <laughs> pardon the pardoning. cook. Yeah, it doesn't pardon the turkey. It's it, There's hell to pay. Uh, Society's doomed. Yeah. Democracy is over if that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, um, I mean, their cases are still, like, just spiraling. You know, everybody's... I mean, wear a mask... I, you know, be as safe as you can. Um, you know, hopefully we're not in for a long winter. I mean, if it gets really bad out there, we're, you know, I don't, I don't know what happens again. So I don't even want to think about that. We don't want to get there. Uh, so do what you can. Wash your hands really well. Wear a mask. That's, that's what I got. Use, use hand your, sanitizer. use hand sanitizer. Um, do you want any? Sure. All right. 
There's a drop of hand sanitizer <laughs> for you. We're, we're wiping our hands. At least I'm wiping my hands of this podcast. We I practice don't... what we preach here <laughs> at the at the Barnhart Fantasy Football League podcast. Yeah, we do. Um, I, I'm wiping my hands of the of week ten of the podcast. I that, that was good. I, that was a good <laughs> I hope it's I hope it's copacetic that the technology works this week. Yes. I, I mean, Dylan will tell you, other people tell you that I've done the podcast with that I've had issues. I, I take it relatively seriously. I, it really annoys me. So it, yeah, I, I want it to be a good podcast. I want it to be enjoyable to well, listen to. Well, especially when we're doing it in person using technology. Like yeah. Like you said, you use for years. Yeah, that we encounter something. Yeah. Stupid like that. It's annoying. Yeah, it's, in, it's absolutely insane. I mean, I use, maybe it's because I've been using this computer for work for the last eight months um that it's it's getting a lot more use than normal but anyways um yeah i hopefully it works this week uh hopefully you guys have enjoyed the podcast we're in it about 50 55 minutes or so so we're right on time yeah um anything else you wanted to add no, just that tidbit about turkey pardonings. That's all I had. Um, I'm really looking for forward to turkey. I'm, I'm stuffing, man. Let's 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 hit it. And that's note. me hitting it. <laughs> um, yeah. On that note, everyone have a good week. Good luck to everyone, and see you next week on the podcast. Peace and love, come on.